God is the God of the universe. God is the God of everybody. And that is what John was referring to when he said that the one that does not love does not know God. But the confidence that you must have in the word of God from within, that deep assurance. Heaven is a state of happiness which comes as a result of living a useful life. The heavenly pursuit is usefulness. The heavenly pursuit is love. The wisdom of God, it is universal. It is universal because it does not belong to a certain sect. Thank God that today is here with us. Amen. Amen. So, we are continuing with the word of his grace. Hallelujah. And this morning, my aim is to attempt once again to help us see how important the word of God is. Hallelujah. It's, it's one of those things that when I see people and they are not eager for the word of God. Of course, when you are in trouble, you'll be eager for the word of God. Because they say, oh, the word of God will save you from your trouble. But I'm talking about when you don't realize that you are in trouble in any way. The other side. But you realize that you have need for the word of God to build you up. Let's go to our theme scripture. I commend you to God. So when people don't realize, I don't know what they are doing. I know what they are doing. And also people that have access to the word of God, but do not particularly know what they have in the word of God. So it's like the word of God is one of those things. You see, it's like, it's like you wake up and you can eat rice and stew, tomato stew, you can eat wache, you can eat banku, you can eat fufu. Any of it is food, but then your favorite food is the word of God. Do you understand? No. no. The word of God is everything. And some of you, you look at people who claim to have the word of God, and you look at their surroundings, and you think you are like them. Let me tell you, for me, my greatest asset. My greatest asset is not my surroundings. <laughs> my greatest asset is how I respond to my surroundings. And that is what the word of God does for me. I'm a certain, so we will be in the same side. Like, both of us will not have money. The other side. So that's the surrounding. We, don't, we both don't have money. But the way I am in there, I don't have money. It's different from the way someone else is in there, I don't have money. Do you understand that? Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's money I want. Money, if you want money, dear, look. You see, when you are young, many people can sell you all manner of ideas. And because you are young, they can lie to you 
and you may not be able to prove that what they are saying is a lie. But I also don't think you have to be old before you prove that what some people tell you is a lie. Every message or every foundational message that you get to hear, the reason why it is called foundational is that just as the foundation is supposed to be found in all of the building, whatever it is that is given to you as foundation, you could extrapolate from it. You see, you could make projections if you follow these principles. This is where it is supposed to lead you. Hallelujah. This is where it's supposed to lead you. For instance, I tell you, what you are in the midst of the situation is more important than the changing of the situation. But I say, oh, it's the change of the situation that is more important. You understand? You may think that you are making sense, but you are not. The reason why I know that you are not making sense is that I can extrapolate what it is that you are saying. I can make projections with it and it will land you in trouble. Because the interesting thing about this life is that there are many things that come in your surroundings that you cannot change. Hallelujah. There are many things that come in your surroundings that you cannot change. It will just come. You can't stop it from coming. Hallelujah. You can't stop it from coming. You can't stop it from coming. So if your aim is to be all right and to be sound and to be at peace, when your surroundings are at peace, then you are in trouble. I don't know how you manage with your life. Hallelujah. But the word of God is said that its aim is to build you into a certain person. Its aim is to build you into a certain person. Some of you, you know when you are frustrated, you cannot overcome the enemy. Some of you, one of the things that makes you fall is that you are frustrated with life. When you are frustrated, any foolish thing the enemy presents, you swallow it. You move on. Some of you, you just become frustrated and you pick up old habits again. Somehow you are convinced that the old habits will soothe your frustration. But the word of God will protect you from frustration. Hallelujah. Yeah, the word of God will protect. Some of you are married, you are frustrated. No. The word of God will protect you from So you don't know the kind of person I married. See, that's a foolish thing. How can you make this argument that what I'm telling you is not true because I don't know the kind of person you might. I know the kind of person you could be. You understand that? So that even if you married a devil from hell, you'll be fine. The word of God is everything. I'm trying to let you see why to me the most important, if I have something to share with you, if I want to teach you something, it is the word of God that I'll teach you. Hallelujah. It is the word of God that I will commend to you. So like I want to give you something. It's the word of God. Hallelujah. And the true word of God, now, the true word of God is such that all truths are within it as the word of God. For instance, the laws of physics are the word of God. The laws of physics 
They are the word of God. Do you know? They are the word of God. It's the word of God that governs a lower order. A lower order. That is the natural realm. But the laws of physics are not in themselves laws. They are because higher laws fill them up. Hallelujah. That is the reason why the laws of physics cannot be traced in the earth in terms of their origin. You can't trace the laws of physics and find their origin in the earth. Where does gravity begin from? You can't find those things. It's because there is a higher realm that imposes itself. There's a higher realm from which these laws are generated. Hallelujah. And if those higher realms are taken off, there's nothing like uh, loss of physics. There's nothing like loss of whatever, loss of, loss of money. When I came to university first year, I consecrated myself to motivational books and financial books. Hallelujah. You are not the only person who did it. Hallelujah. But I realized that in as much as what these people were saying was true, there was something missing. There was an element missing. You see, when you have the opportunity to tell your story, make sure you tell the whole story. Do you understand that? For instance, how did you get here? I worked hard. No, it's not the whole story. Because hard work is the outer part. There is an inner state that you ought to be in. But if you work hard and your hard work doesn't work, who can continue to work hard for five years straight? Who can continue? You are pushing at a door that is closed. Who can do that for five years? Who can do that for 10 years? Say, I worked hard for 15 years and I had my breakthrough. No. There's something else. And it's because at times, I don't think it's even the fault of those that are telling the story. I think that human beings, we are not really aware of what is going on. So when people are dealing with issues, okay, and I'm talking to them and I'm helping them to, one of the things that I tell them is that pay attention how you come out of this. Because many people don't pay attention. Like you are moving, moving, and hey, it blows and then things are working. So say, how did it work? You don't get the whole story. Look, how can you work hard for 15 years and you won't give up? Do you know the things that you need for you not to give up? You work hard for 15 years at something. Do you know the things you need? All those things are inside here. They are inside here. What will make you wake up and continue to keep pushing? All of them is within you. They are the unseen forces. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Oh, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. See, Rich Dad is into investment. Yes, and Poor Dad is this nice guy that, when I read it to you, I said, look, this man is a fraud. I stopped. You know why? Do you know what you need to invest? <laughs> look, I tell people, like, especially when they marry. I tell them that what the money you have now, if in three years time you have the same amount of money, you are poor. And that's the reality, you see. 
So we talked also we save. Do you know what it takes to save money? How many of you have decided many times you save? Okay. Everybody has done that before. So you hear that save, you think that yes, save, yes, and but you know the the level of self-control that you require. Look, many people, all the things that will make you succeed, you know. But I'm telling you that is like the outward one. Yes, and so I said, oh, financial, oh, you know oh, every financial principle, the external one, like the laws of physics, like the, you know all of them. How many of you don't know anything? Like, oh, you know. But that's not, I'm telling you that there is what the word of God will do for you. Do you know the level of self-control that you require to save? Do you know? Do you know? <laughs> Not to say for two weeks. <laughs> like, you see, some of you, you look at your salary now, you will save. Do you understand? It's because you don't have, some of you can save for one year, you think that, oh, it's powerful. No. I'm talking about to save for years. It's like you are locked into that activity. This is you. You know what it takes to do that? Somebody said that. Hmm. He said, many people who try to lose weight, there are two, there are two categories of people who try to lose weight. Do you see? The first category are those that see results immediately. And the second category are those who do not see results immediately. And he said that majority of those who do not see results immediately stop. So if they said exercise diet, see some people diet and they see results immediately. You understand? Yeah. Who is like that? Yeah, me too, I'm like that. Now I can take three days to do a few things and say I'm back to this thing, hallelujah. Is it? Francis, yeah. Do a few things. Don't eat bread. Don't eat this. Don't eat. We, are, we are done. Hallelujah. Then we'll be back to this. So, people like that, when we say we are dieting, we are inspired by results. Now, result inspiring you is a very important thing. It makes life easier for you. It makes the difficult things you are doing easier to do. So, you do and then you see that, Wow. But what about the one that starts dieting and will see results in like maybe small results in six months? One year. Danelli. Oh! Is it like, oh, this person can't keep to a diet. Hallelujah. No, it's not that. Some people, when they start, it works immediately. That's their body. Um, how do you call it? Metabolism. Some people too, hmm, who has tried that and didn't see any results and stopped. Oh, Pastor Ike. But I can see results now. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, what will make you continue diet? Like, it's exercise, exercise, diet. What will make you continue after six months? And you don't see, you check, you sit, you stand on the scale and you have reduced by point, point one. What will make you continue? How many things have you told yourself you will not eat again? 
And it's not like you went for it. It was, it was presented to you. Hallelujah. You realize that there is something else that is required. And that is what the word of God gives you. Hallelujah. Now, when you understand these things from the spiritual part, then the outward instructions, outward laws that you must follow become also the word of God. Hallelujah. Because you are not just following them as external things that must give you results. You are following them because you understand an internal principle or you understand internal principles that make you see that these external principles will become the outlets of those internal principles. Hallelujah. Did you understand that? So, eat well is the word of God. Tell anybody it's the word of God. Yeah, or it's not the word of God. It is. But do you know, without the spirit of the word, eat well is not the word of God. But with the spirit of the word, eat well can become the word of God. It is important for us to understand how crucial the word of God is. It is important to understand. Otherwise, we will not treat the word of God the way that we ought to treat it. I said, if I am to give you something, it is the word of God that I will give you. Because I have learned to see men beyond what, when you don't deal with people, you don't know what people deal with. You understand? Like, when you are far and you are living your life, or when you are young, you think that, oh, you see this man wearing his nice, this thing, what you see on the outside, that is it. No. And the word of God is that which will sort you on the inside and through that sort you on the outside. Hallelujah. And even if because of some conditions or situations, the outside does not change within the time that you want it to change. Because you are sorted on the inside and your inside determines your response to the outside, you realize that in the midst of the storms, you'll be at peace. In the midst of the chaos, you'll be at peace. Hallelujah. The word of God is everything. If you are a student of the word of God, you realize that even all these things you learn in school, I mean, they are powerful things you learn in school. I have done my own fair share of learning things in school. They are powerful. But when you have light, the light that the word of God gives you find that these things that you learn, eh, they are external illustrations of spiritual principles. External illustrations of spiritual principles. In other words, they were not meant for a man to know them without being spiritual. And most likely, those that know them and are not spiritual will not know them in the manner that they ought to be known. Paul said that the things that are created, they testify of God. Now that is not a lie. Because everything that we see, every material thing that we deal with, every material principle that we deal with, 
has its spiritual principle which is in the word of God. It has a spiritual principle which is in the word of God. And to encounter the right word is to place you in a very good balance. Is to put you in a very good place. It's like it makes you able to relate properly with the things that are in the world, with the things that are around you because your inward parts are sorted out by the word of God. The word of God is not one of those things we just decide, oh, let me just learn a few things. Some of us say we don't want to really know much. I just want to know a little. Hallelujah. No. No. May the Lord help us. And to find the, the right word, the right word is everything. It's everything. It's everything. To find the right word is everything. It puts you in the proper balance. You see, we've been talking about the word of God. We've been talking about the nature of the word of God. And how that the word of God has an internal part. Internal part. A spiritual part. And that is what we must actually go for. The external part is the container. The internal part is the truth that we must seek. We have learned how that when the word of God comes to you, because of where you are, you will receive the word of God in an external way. But the word of God is not meant to be received in an external way. Even though there is an external part of you that is able to relate with the external word. But there is more to you than that. There is an internal part of you. See, I'm just making a campaign. I'm trying to let you see that you should feel jittery when you discover an aspect of you within that the word of God has not touched. You should feel jittery. You should feel jittery when you discover a part of you that does not respond to the word of God. When you discover that there is within you something that is not reacting to the word of God, but it's reacting to something else. Hallelujah. You should feel jittery. Because then it does not make you the man that or woman that God wants you to be. You should feel jittery. You should feel jittery. You should feel jittery when you find that you have no desire for the word of God. You should feel jittery. You know what the word of God is? It said that the word of his grace, which is able to build you up. Hallelujah. And so, because we see things in the external, you think that, oh, okay, build me up, look at me outside. What will it, maybe I don't have a shirt. I threw the word, I get the shirt to wear. Really? No. There is, there is the you within. Hallelujah. The you within. The you that when you hear your friend's success, both of you are looking for a job. Eh? Both of you are looking for a job. By your, you have been searching for a job for three years and your friend gets the result. The, the result. So the friend gets the job. The real you that will return home and cry. Are you not ashamed of that person? Or you try, you, say you are trying to be happy for the person, but you, you can't. What do you think? You give a hug. Before the hug came, you smile. When the, your head, your faces pass each other, your face returns to. 
when you pull back from the heart, and you quickly want to leave that vicinity. Huh? That you is what I'm talking about. Because the word of God can sort you out. Too. It can build you to remove jealousy from your life. You see, that chemical reaction that is taking place when such a thing is happening. You, you don't like it. Is it? Do you like that about you? Like, hey. It's called jealousy. Or you think that a jealous person is okay? You, that you can know. You, even on the outside, you will lose many things. You will lose many things. I normally tell people that, you see, the reason why we must do what is right, we must do, follow righteousness, also is that it puts us in a frame where we can have opportunity to access the wisdom of God. I tell that people who are selfish and all that, you'll find that in places where the wisdom of God must come in to deliver them. They are not open to such wisdom because they have prepared themselves with something else. They have prepared themselves with something else. So they are not open to that wisdom. They are not. Hallelujah. That part of you that makes you hopeless. The word of God can sort you out. The word of God can sort you out to a point where you are incapable of being hopeless. Hallelujah. Yeah. Where you are incapable of being hopeless. I remember how those days, how I used to be. I used to be very jittery. Very, very jittery. Like, when I was younger, I was a very gra-gra person. Like, I wasn't, I don't know. You see, the, the word of God took a certain pace out of me. So maybe if I move like this, the word of God just, it is almost impossible for me to be, like if there's a problem happening and I'm there, you think there's no problem happening. Not because we want to cover it up. I, I don't know how else to respond. I don't know. And I'm sure some of you here will have similar testimonies. You see, now my point is, oh, what is the difference? The difference is that the man that is not restrained by the word of God will likely destroy himself. Even if it's not on the inside. The inside one there is that you are destroyed on the inside. But on the outside, you destroy yourself. Something, if not today, tomorrow. You will destroy yourself. You will be moved. You just need a little bit of chaos around you. Hallelujah. You just need a little bit of chaos around you. One day I realized, why have I become so calm? Then I, I, I don't know. It's the word of God. Other than that, everybody knows what they were before, isn't it? Yeah. And I'm sure some of you remember how you used to be. And you know you have not arrived. Do you understand? Well, that one is always staring us in the face. Everybody knows they have not arrived. If you've arrived, hallelujah. <laughs> No, everybody knows, but at least you see that no, no, there's a change. There's a change. The word of God improved my vision. It improved. Oh, 
Not from the outside. So for you, you read and say, learn to be observant. Me, I read books that said I should learn to be observant. Yeah, that, that. Learn to be observant. Learn to eh, eh, take most of the details. Yeah, that, that. And I tried. I couldn't. So observant people are disobservant. I tried, I couldn't. But when the inward change, I, there's something that is wrong within a man that makes him not to be observant. And the word of God will sort you out. Hallelujah. The word of God will sort you out. I mean, when that changed up, I realized that I could take in so much information at a time without having to, hey, where is, no. It's like just by looking. Hallelujah. I got to understand people more. I got to know people more. Like, for instance, as I'm preaching to you, you see, I'm trying to communicate something to you. So my mind is on trying as much as possible to say exactly what will help you. You understand that? But many of the things I know about you, when I'm even standing there, I get to pick it up. But for instance, some of you, if you get to stand here to talk, the fact that you have to deliver, eh, it will take all of your being. It will take all of your being. And you may end up saying things that you didn't prepare to say. Hallelujah. And do things that say, hey, what, how did I do this? How did I do this? How did I say it? But it's, it's already out. I you trying to say something? The, the English that came out, you can't continue with it. There's no grammar. You can't make, you just have to cut it and then begin a new sentence. Now, this is what the word of God did for me. This is, what, this is what the word of God did for me. Hallelujah. This is what the word of God did for me. Like recently when the light, our lights went out. Oh, because we couldn't buy. They said we can buy today, but I also hear it's a lie. So, I've cut your joy short. <laughs> we got someone did, that could, that we heard that someone can just connect and we have lights. You understand? Someone can just connect and we have lights. So, connect like to the main electricity, this thing. And we have lights. So, when I was told about the person, I asked, okay, so is it that when that this connection you are talking about, eventually it will eat into our meter as minus. So that when everything is restored and we buy, now uh, we'll be back to zero and then we'll continue from there. And from the way the person was talking, I realized that. And we had been in the darkness for two, or it was almost two days, you understand? So desperation was supposed to kick in, right? So I said, no, we'll not do that. We'll not do that. Do you know what happened? As I said, no, we'll not do that. My, I mean, there's enough justification. Am I the one that said, I, yeah, I can't buy the life? ECG people said, it, right? So there's a way to connect. But I looked at it and said, no. This is not right. Now, there was not even temptation like that thing. Like, Charlie, I want to do that. I won't do that. I want to do it. No, I wasn't going to do it. Do you know what happened? I was there brooding over this matter and then something hits my spirit. And that was just to what I told you with it. 
It was to switch our uh, line into the pump meter, which had close to 200 CDs of electricity on it. When I went to do it, someone was telling me, tell me, no, 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 so for connecting. Hey, your friend said, I said, I said, I connect you. I said, I connect you, connect me, connect, just connect, do the illegal connection. Because, and I said, no. I said, no. Now, why am I sharing this with you? I'm sharing this with you because it's not something maybe, oh, it's just simple decision. No. Because the thing that you hear as simple decision, do you know why you can't do it? Wake up at 5 a.m. isn't it a simple decision? Maybe you go to work at 6. Wake up at 5 so you can pray before you go. Isn't it a simple decision? Why can't you do it? See, many things in life, when they show you, it's a straight path. Eh? It's like playing rugby or American football. There's the message that look where you, you are carry the ball there. Here, it's just straight. They've not hidden the place you need to send the ball to. They've, nobody has hidden it. It's just carry this ball for me and there. But the problem is that human beings, now in this case, the things that will be stopping you. Hallelujah. Ah, what is marriage? Isn't my, you, have, you have gone to marry the woman of your youth or the man of you? Just live well together. Isn't it a simple thing? Is it not as important? But the problem is the things within you that will rise to fight you. You, you see, many things are very simple. You are coming to school, learn. Ah, is it something you need to be told? Is it, is it a discovery you have to make? Look, many of the things that we need to do in this life, eh, God has made it so that it's already obvious. The problem is not that it is not obvious. Because it is. When you come to school, learn. That's one of the things that when we were in the SS, I realized that our teachers didn't understand. Like, and then even university, even university in particular, the lecturers could not understand it. We fought so hard to get to the university. But as we got there, we didn't want to learn. So why, you know, university is a place you come and learn. So you fight so hard to enter a place that, the, we should say that the reason why you are fighting so hard to enter there is because you want to, you want higher learning. But when your teacher gives you reading assignment, you're offended. When your lecturer says that uh, say homework or uh, they send work home, you're offended. When they say, miss him, say, hey, this lecture. When the lecturer says he's not coming today, you say, yeah. Because you would think that to work hard to get there means that you want to learn. But there's something here that can make you work hard to get there. That is that. This is where society expects you to get to. If you don't get to the women, the grass. Many of us fought to get to university because you're paying in grass. And they are. You understand that? Yeah. You are, you are behind. Or some of us who were also convinced that, that it gives us better standing to be prosperous. So it's not that we wanted to learn. It's somehow we concluded that the university can give us a better standing to be prosperous. And we did not factor into it the fact that we will have to learn. It's the learning that gives us the better prospect. It's the university that we are coming to that gives us better prospect. That's how we are created. Well, it's the learning. How is that possible? Because there's something on the inside that fights a man. So the simple statement that when you go to school, learn, is not enough. It's not enough. So who doesn't know that they must learn? That simple statement is not enough. It's what the word of God has to tell you that will make this enough. The self-control that you need to exercise is what the word of God will teach you that will make it enough. 
Hallelujah. The things you will have to overcome. It's a simple thing as choosing a spouse. Isn't it a strange for you to choose a, a correct person? Another word. But what do we normally choose? We choose someone who is not correct. And those that end up choosing correctly, maybe at the time we were choosing, all the people around were correct. So we couldn't miss them. If you are shooting and there's nothing to miss, you'll be fine. It's the word of God that will sort you out. It's the word of God. So, entrepreneurship is good. <laughs> How many of you have tried to be entrepreneurs before? Wow. This is, I think, the generation that came to meet a lot of entrepreneurship. Uh, is the motivation. This is the generation of motivational speakers. One day I realized that the motivational speakers, a lot of them actually make more money as motivational speakers than doing anything. So it makes me question my channel. Ah, you, you understand? It's like, what have you done? You have not done anything. But you are making more money from motivating me. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, things to do there. But it's the word of God. That sorts the man with you. That sorts the woman with you. And this is the word that I'm trying to comment to you. Now, it's not any word. Because some word, some word of God cannot sort the man with you. That is falsehood. You see, falsehood can be derived from the scriptures. Different, and people can call it the word of God. I'm talking about the true word of God. It will sort you. It will make you correct from the inside. Why do I need to be correct from the inside? No, you need to be correct from the inside because without that, how will you survive the outside? You cannot. You see, if we could be correct on the inside without having to give up anything, everybody would choose it. The reason why people kick against the word of God is not even because the word of God has nothing to offer. It's because of what they need to let go so that the word of God can bring the changes that it seeks to bring. And that's what many people don't want. But why would you also choose to destroy yourself? So I'm fine on, fine on the outside. Everybody gets it. But fine on the outside is not fine. Hallelujah. It's not fine. It's not fine. And people like that who are not fine on the inside are also one of the most arrogant people you will meet. Some of you think that when somebody is arrogant, it means they are fine on the inside. No. Arrogance is a sign that you are not fine on the inside. Because arrogance is destructive. It's a sickness. It's a disease. So I see you arrogant. You don't need God. You don't need God. I look at you and say, What's your problem? As if you're not needing God will make God lose anything. Look at you that you are sitting there and say you don't need any, you don't need God. Do you know what the where if, because you think you don't need God means that you are you are not realizing that you are a man on the inside before you are a man on the outside. So you have reduced yourself to the man on the outside. That's why you think you don't need God. If you knew that you are a man on the inside. That there is a spirit that dwells in you, and that spirit, its life is supposed to be from God. If you were to realize that you know that you need God, but anybody that thinks that they don't need God thinks that they are they are on the outside. That's what they are, that's all that they are. But you know what it takes to destroy the man on the outside? 
six inches blood on your head, brah, can kill you. Have you seen a car that has knocked down a man before? And the man is lying there. That's us. Yeah, please, you think about it. You are one we it's, it's almost like the strongest creation of God is the weakest. A stone is stronger than you. A stone. A stone. You go as I pick a stone. What it takes for a stone to stay intact. Eh? What it takes for a stone, you that thing will kill you. A stone is stronger than you. This your flesh. This is your flesh. Simple blade can bleed you out. Have you not checked yourself how frail? It's almost unbelievable. Because the only way you can see that man is God's strongest creation is to know that man is man from within. Because the strength that God has put in man is the strength that is from within. Not the one that is on the outside. Not the one that is on the outside. Not the one that is on the outside. This building can stay intact for years. But you, hallelujah, what do you think? So it's unbelievable to me. Some of these things, you think about it, how are you able to be arrogant? It means that you are naive. You are naive. You are naive. May the Lord help us. May the Lord help us. So this word is able to build you up. Build you up on the inside. That is the crucial part because what you are on the... Let me tell you something. Which one is more important? The situation you are facing or the kind of person you are in the situation you are facing? Which one? I mean, that's the way you get correct. You understand? That's the textbook as about to you, to you, in your heart of heart. Which one is more important to you? For many of us, even in church, we are looking for the word that will change the outside. We are not looking for the word that will change the kind of man we are that is reacting to the situation on the outside. We want the word that changes the outside. So that we will remain very weak on the inside, but the outside will be changed for us. Even when we come to many of us, that's what we look for. But you know the interesting thing? You can't find that with God. Because God knows that it is better to give you the word that will change you on the inside. I mean, if your child comes to you and your child requests for A, and you know that the better one is B, what will you do? You give him B, isn't it? And if your child is unwilling to take the B, then you don't have anything to give. Hallelujah. Some of us, we think that's what even the word of God is to us. That's what prayer is to us, to change the outside conditions. So we are listening to the word of God. We are just looking for something that we can do to change the outside condition. I'm telling you, that's why I started by saying to you, the motivational speech, that's a motivational speech. Yes, it 
That's not the whole story. It's like me telling you that the way to cast out devils is to say, out. You see, some people thought that because they observed it from the outside. They saw Paul saying, out. So they too, they said, in the name of Jesus, they, so Paul said, in the name of Jesus, go out. So they also went, sons of Sceva. They also went and said, in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches, out. Do you understand? What do you think? What do you think? Don't you think, okay, the order we need to do is to declare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you stood here to talk and you said nobody's minding you? There's a spirit that makes people mind you. It's not, it's, see, they tell you on the outside. One, one, of the things that, one of the things about the spirit that makes you, that makes people mind you. It's a self-control from within that does not respond to people by response to God. You understand that? So for instance, I'm thinking you can do all that you like. I'll move you. Me, I'll move you to respond. You understand that? If you don't move, fine. But I'm not moved. Do you know what it takes to do that? Try it and you see. It's like, oh, okay, no, no. Try it. You will see that you stand here, many things. Hey, what do they think of me? Do they think that I'm good enough? Do they think that what I'm sharing is helpful? Hey, even my dressing, is it okay? Is my face fine? I can feel something on my heel. What is it? I wish I had the mirror to see my face. So I... Too many troubles. Too many troubles. So you say, oh, in the name of Jesus. No, if you say, oh, all they need to do is to lay hands on somebody. No. Have you tried that before? The devil that will fight you. You lay hands and no, if you, you lay hands and the person is also steady. What will you do? You lay and the person is steady. If the person does this, you are some, you are, no, the person is steady. What will you do? That's when you realize that it is not the fall. See, on the outside, that's because you observe, oh, somebody falls. Wow. On the outside, that's what you see. On the inside, it is what is being transferred that is necessary. And we don't measure it. Eh? So when I lay hands on the person, I don't measure the person's response. I measure my own ability to give out. I'm measuring my heart. Whether my heart is interested in the person's good. I'm measuring um, the spiritual perception, the, the flow of truth that comes into me, my mind. Because that's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting, when I lay hands on you, I'm waiting to hear something, then I'll say, that's all. You understand that? But if you do it, then if nothing comes up, what will you do? Now keep my hand there. Can you? Can you? Everybody's waiting for you to pray. Can you? Can you? God hasn't said anything yet. I'll keep the hand there. Do you know what it takes to do that? I'm trying to let you see things. That's how come you can see something by somebody you can admire it, eh? But that's how far it goes. Because it's not just the outside. Or you see someone do something, oh, this thing can be done. You try it and then you realize that, no, you have to go home and rest. Hallelujah. Do you understand that? And it's because there's something from within. So these sons of scripture said, in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches out. The devil said, look, Jesus we know. Paul we know. Who are you? And it didn't stop there. They jumped on these people and beat them. And for many of us, because we forgot the internal construction, we have made attempts. 
that we were beating. Just that it wasn't an obvious beating, like, but we were still battered. We came home battered. And it's because the inward part of it is missing. It's missing. You are saying, God, change my outside. That even shows that you are crazy. You think that your outside is your life. That's why you want God to change you. But who has the ability to carry their outside in them? Can you carry your outside in you? Your outside. Even your body cannot be carried in you. Your clothes you are wearing. It shows how crazy we are. So you want to use the word of God to sort yourself. Lord, I need a job. Lord, I need a job. So everything we teach you here, you have reduced it to how you can get a job. Oh, you are not in church. You think I don't know that you do that. We say many things that should touch your heart. We say many things that should construct the mind with you. That is why you don't get the job. Everything we say, you have reduced it to how you get your stomach problem sorted out. Because to you, you, all that you are is your stomach problem. That is why your stomach problem is persistent. And those that didn't try to sort out their stomach problem primarily, their own is being sorted out. All that you are looking for is to get money or is to land a job, uh, what is it? A contract. The other side, you have become a rogue, a rogue believer, a smuggler. Uh, you are smuggling the word of God to places that it is illegal to send it to. So everything we say, you have to quickly project and tune it and eh? But you know the interesting thing, you will not get the result. Because with God, result is gotten from the inside to the outside. Listen, the steps on the outside are only strengthened by what is on the inside. John told them that I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health, even as thy soul does what? Prosper. So, so prosperity first. And that is what substantiates the external activities to make it productive. And then that the external things are empty. There is no life in them. The word in its external form says that God wants to heal you. You understand that? That's physically. But the word in its spiritual form says that God wants to heal your soul. God wants you to take the word that says he wants to heal your soul. Before you take the word that says that he wants to heal your body. If you can take the first one, to take the second one becomes easier. If only, if you reduce the word of God to, God says, oh, I want to heal you. I want to sort you out. I will make you the head and not the tail. And you think the head and not the tail is the outside. So God, in my job, there's a promotion slot. Make me the head there. So when you come to church, what you are looking for is that God will make it. No. But when you are the head, what will you do? What will you do? God's consideration is not that, God, I want to be president of Ghana. God's consideration is the man that stands there as president. And that's the man on the inside. Yes, and that. That's the man on the inside. Some say, you, you don't know. You have not been present for. If you are present, you know the thing that fights us there. What is fighting you? What is fighting you? It is because your man on the inside was not built. And you schemed your way into the top there. So the evils of corruption and the traps and the, and the pretenses and the enticements, the man on the inside will succumb. Will succumb. Why won't you succumb? It is only the word of God that can build you to resist such temptations. 
So some positions, the women become plenty. And that's why we are tempted. What, you, you built the outside. There's, the, there's a building on the inside that even if the women are one billion, you will still survive. Hallelujah. Some of you, you just have a few ladies smile at you and all your evils come. I'm saying that there's a man that can be built within you. That they will smile and you will respond and that's where it ends. You understand that? That's where it ends. So these things are fighting. What are the things fighting you? This person disrespected me. Why has this become a problem? It's because the man within has not been built. Other than that, being disrespected is not a problem. Because the disrespect from somebody, what is it? Except that you react badly to it. Except that you need something. If I need your respect for me to be something, then I'll be offended if you don't give it. But what if I have a certain self-respect from the Lord which does not depend on you? What will happen? You can misbehave all around me. Those of you who are leaders, this one requirement. Because the people that you are teaching, and they, are, they misbehave all the time. That's why they even need the word of God. If they were fine, why will you preach to them? Why will you try to shepherd them? They, they are not. What will make you stay the course and not become offended? Because they will hurt you. They will cut you. They will dis disrespect you. They will misunderstand your intentions. They will even think they are better than you. They are wiser than you. Maybe they some have money more than you. So they will think that they are wiser than you. They are better than you. What makes it a problem? It's not that they think it. It's not that they have something in their minds concerning you. Something you can't walk from here to outside. You can't. Get up and come away. You can't. Because you have a problem. Your problem is those that are watching you and whether your movement is perfect. I'm telling you, we are, we are just... We have issues. How can this be a problem? Just walk from one foot after the other. One foot after the other. One foot. Isn't it the door that you must get to? But you can't. You can't. Your leg will do like this. You can't. Why? Because there's a man within that has issue. The man within is looking for respect from those that watch you. The man within is looking for a certain honor from those that is looking for acceptance. But the word of God can build you up so that you don't need acceptance from anybody. You don't. You don't need acceptance from anybody. If I needed acceptance from you, I would have changed my message a long time ago. Because I saw your faces many times as I preached. Turn away from evils. Turn away from and you were looking at me. But I know what I'm teaching you. Hallelujah. I know what I'm teaching you. Last time I told some of you, you say something, somebody tries to debunk it, and you are, why? It's not that you want the word of God to stand. It's because you can't stand it that you have put something out there and somebody is debunking. I don't have a problem. You can debunk, I won't respond. Why? Because what I've put there is true. It's true. It's true. Some of you may give up your faith because you have met atheists who have no respect for your faith. Who cares? Who cares if you think I'm lost? Who cares? It's what does your opinion do? Do you know who made me see that? It's the word of God. I can tell you that I don't care, but you still care. True or false? Yeah, it's not the outside. It's the inside. There's a construction on the inside. That is what the word of God delivers to you. Who cares? Who cares if you think that I'm deceived? You think I'm deceived? 
Who cares? Who cares? You, you, you think I'm deceived. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 I'm trying to, look, I, I'm thinking about you well. You, we will all face judgment together. We will all die. We will all meet God. Your faith will be in the balance, just like my faith is in the balance. And you thinking I'm lost makes me have a problem. But some of us estimate men more than they are. A rich man once called you, you are throwing your life away. You come home and you think, because you are trying to serve God. You, they say, you are throwing your life. Why are you so committed to it? You, know, you are throwing your life away. You came home and you, you said, God, I'm throwing my life away. Throwing your life away? I look at you, rich man, and I see your problems. I have many things you need to learn. So you do know I am where you are. You are only on the outside, and that's not my aim. If that were my target, I need you. If my target is to be as rich as you, I need you. But my target is something. My target is Jesus, who he is, and to be like him. Do you understand that? And I see within you, you have not even started KG. You are rich on the outside. You have not started KG. You know why some people will come here and listen to the word of God, look at us, and then think that there's nothing? It's because they have programmed themselves to estimate people on the outside. It will make you lose many things. That's a problem in itself. Hallelujah. That's a problem in itself. The word of God will sort you out. Watch out. If you were being built, some of you, you have hope because you have not seen a dead body before. Your close, and someone close to you has not died before. That's why you feel like you continue to live till you are 100 years. Should someone die, you think you will also die tomorrow. It's because the man within has not been built. So now, just because someone dies in your life, you have entered this state of fear. You see, sometimes some of the things that we, we think we are fine, because we have not been tested. And so we are neglecting the opportunity to be built. The opportunity that the word of God gives to us, we are neglecting it. And we are walking about. Hallelujah. Some of you men, instead of building the man on the inside, you are so carnal. So even when you are going to approach a woman, the woman can put you down. You understand? Because you don't have money. What is money? Hallelujah. There is a man within. So these women that have come, they, they, no, no, please. I said you can be a certain man within. I tell you. And because you yourself know, you don't know the man within, you have no confidence. You don't have any confidence. I mean, what? I'm, I don't have. Look, that's why, see, I tell people that don't look for outward things on the outside must not be in line. Do you understand? Look, that's not, that's not what makes you. That's not what makes you. That's not what makes you. What makes you is the man within. And that's what the word of God does. Now, when the word of God does that for you within and builds the man within, the external changing, now there's opportunity for that. Hallelujah. But that opportunity is not a do or die for you. It's not a make or break for you. And even if it does not change, it does not change anything with you. What did the brother say? He said, we will not bow. We will not bow to this Nebuchadnezzar statue. 
Our God will deliver us. But for you to understand where we are, we will not bow even if he does not deliver us. Now, the, even if he does not deliver us, but speaks of the man we did, we will not bow. So the fact that we are not bowing is not because we think that God, some of you are worshiping God because God will break through for you. God will find, do a husband. Some of you maybe you are here because you, you feel like you, should, you find your husband here or you find your wife here. You understand? If you don't find, you see that you'll be lost. Will you continue to stay? 35, 40. You are not finding any woman. You are not finding any man. 50. <laughs> That's why you hear that your decision was made because you think God will sort you out. What if God said, don't say the what if God will solve it? Say, you see. So, how can you even have faith when you pray? At times, I don't understand how these things work. Some of us think, God, we are just gold diggers. You know, a gold digger has no interest in you, just in for what they take. But you can't take anything from God if you have no interest from God. God's system is like that. You can't take anything from God if you have no interest in God. You can't. So, you better just stop. Because you can't. You can't. And that's why a simple thing that you could get, eh, it takes a long journey. That long journey is not the time it takes. Because I told you, from Egypt to the promised land was just a few days. It became 40 years for a reason. It's not God. It's the people. At times, what it is that you are trying to, you could just touch it with. But because of where you are and how you have neglected, look, we have to build ourselves on the inside before we fall into trouble. Trouble will come. If, look, listen, it is only when you are young that you think that when I say trouble will come, it's a negative confession. It's only when you are young. No, when you grow up, you know that by all means, you meet one trouble or the other. That's how life is. Build the man within up before you meet trouble. And that's what this word offers you. It constructs you. Some of you, on the outside, men think you are not anything. Yes, but on the inside, there's a giant there. Now that giant is the one that will respond to men who think you are nothing. If you, when men think you are nothing, you think that now this is a time to prove yourself. Oh, I used to be like that. But when you think I'm nothing, I let you continue thinking like that. What do I need from you? You're thinking I'm something. How, how important is it? It is God that must think I'm something, isn't it? Because I can come here preach. You say, wow, I was blessed. Just like that. But when I sit here, do you know what is going on in my mind? I'm in fear. Not in fear like, hey, something's about to I'm trying to be sure from God whether, because it is the, it, see, if, I, if I don't do it, next time, I can't come with God. You understand? You, see, you have to think properly. You know, we are blessed, we are blessed, I can go, oh, yeah. I've come like that before, so I know what it is. Yeah, so I, I don't want to come like that again. Do you know what that is? I'm telling you, that is strength. That is power. 
Not the man that smiles because everybody is smiling and then frowns because nobody smiled at you. I had a friend when I was uh, on campus, Akito. She was called MFA. Very short girl. MFA. Hey. When we went to first year, because we work a lot in the studio, at a point in the studio, I would do many things. At times, people would put on, they would bring those things, big, big sound systems, and then blast, and then we all stop drawing, and then Charlie, people would be dancing, we'd be flowing. Okay. There are times that we also tell jokes. This girl, I was like, wow. I like what you have. She would tell a joke, nobody will laugh. Then she will laugh and say, You didn't understand it, let me tell it again. So if you do know why you can't tell jokes, you fear whether someone will laugh or not. By the time the joke is ending, you see, you see how time can start a joke well, but it won't end well. I'm telling you how it doesn't end well. It's not the way to. There's a demeanor that you must tell the joke. But by the time the joke is ending, you stop telling the joke. You stop focusing on the joke. You focus on whether the people will laugh. So all your energy is directed towards worrying about whether they will laugh. Yes, but the joke is a joke, whether they laugh or not. So her point is that if you don't laugh, then you didn't get it. So let me tell it again. And if you don't laugh again, she'll tell it again. What do you think? I think that's powerful. Some of us, some of us have low self esteem. What, what is your problem? Because when, when you were born, one of your toes was not there. When you wear anything, nothing protrudes from your back to fill the space that has been left there by the design. So always watch out when the back is loose. You don't have bottles. Because of that, you have low self-esteem. What do you think? And some of you too, you have bottles, so you have high self-esteem. <laughs> yeah, be clear. Hey! Like, like, like. Your face is nice. Your face is not nice. No, that's not where we pick self-esteem from. Some of you will be shocked. You come from a village where you are the uh, beauty queen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then you step into another place and you realize that, hey, yeah, the what will you do? You vanish. Your self-esteem will go away. Hmm. That's why times those that are beautiful, everybody and their problem. Those that are beautiful from the beginning have issues. Those that are not beautiful from the beginning also have issues. And it's because the man within is not built. Hallelujah. The man within is not built. Because you are worried about the shape of your nose. And your prayer is that God will shaping it a bit. Because we say that the word of God is able to even enter your body. So as you are seeking to know how the word of God superimposes itself on your body, the aim is that your nose will become a little pointed. Some of you don't have hair. Your, your prayer is that God will give you hair. There were days that people used to sow into people's lives to get hair. You, you crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You are so willing to people to get there. Do you know the things you should be getting? Hair. You didn't know. You see, you are young. 
You didn't know that there are weeks waiting for you. You didn't know that there are weeks waiting for you. So you don't have hair. Your mouth is too big. Your mouth is too small. Did I tell you about my friend when I was young? He said my mouth is big. <laughs> so he called people that <laughs> he's coming to show them how my mouth. So he, he had a certain, who has that mouth here? Aha! He had that mouth. So he said, see what he's going to do. <laughs> he said, is it that thing that they do? <laughs> so he did his mouth like it. And then his mouth was very small. So he said, to prove that my mouth is big. <laughs> so that was the proof. And we proved it and we all went home and the conclusion that my mouth is big. You see how we are in a generation where nobody can hurt anybody's feeling. Eh? You have you're a man, you have feminine trait. You can't tell, hey, I want feminine trait too. We can't tell you that. You're a woman, you have masculine trait. You can't, we can't tell you that. You are fat. We can't say you are fat. And we can't tell you. We can't, you can't stand that, isn't it? It's because we know that outer man. You think that if somebody tells you that you are, you are not intelligent, it matters. Think about it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. You have to check whether you are intelligent or not. It's not something we vote on. Yes, like we must all gather and vote on your intelligence. No, you have to check. There are measures. So you, you have to measure yourself. If you feel you are intelligent, you are fine. Yeah, I started saying I'm, I'm one of the most intelligent people in the world when I was on campus. I'll tell people. One day I stood in my hostel when I was in second year. I told them, if I had done civil engineering, my average would be like 90 something. If I had done electrical, my average was, was going to be like, at that time my average was 70 something. I said, if I had done your course, I don't care what you see. Sometimes, if you tell somebody, the person blessed are the friends who are not offended by such things. Because among such, we can be ourselves. Huh? We can be ourselves among such friends. What do you think? But somebody, somebody, if somebody says something, hey, see him, see him. It's not him, it's you. What stops you from also saying that if I also did your course? That you could have also said, if I, okay, if you did my course, if I also did your course, I'll get, <laughs> there's a guy that wrote the Wasi. <laughs> he was our senior. He said, this was the way, the way that he got the apple. The Wasi result that he'll get, it, except the only course that would be good for him, like it would befit his result, is magic. So it's like, <laughs> he, he has to just come and do magic. All the other courses are low courses. <laughs> he said, Wolf, magic. You see, so you are also sitting there. You, you feel like, Charlie, they think you are not sure. When three is Then instead of you dealing with yourself, you said, This person is arrogant. See, I learned it very early. Many other times people told me I was arrogant, okay? So I searched a lot. I spent a lot of my time searching. This was my conclusion. If you can tell me I'm arrogant, you are arrogant. So that's the end. Amen. 
So many of people say you are arrogant. They are arrogant. Your strength and your confidence, eh, it overshadows them. That's all. That's all. Hey, you are arrogant. You are a bad person. I can, if I tell you a bad person, if I tell you a bad person, does that make you a bad person? It's only when God confirms that you're a bad person that is problematic. You understand? So you go home and check that, oh God, am I a bad person? Check. If I'm a bad person, who cares what I think of you? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Because people are, you can't even blast people again. You know, blasting snowflakes. You can't blast people again. Somebody will have a confidence crisis right now. You sink into depression. Hallelujah. You will sink into depression right now. Why? Because if we are blasting you, we have to be accurate 100%. No. When I'm blasting, I don't need to be accurate. I'll blast you. I may get some of it wrong. I may get some, but I'll still blast you with energy. Now it's up to you. You can say, okay, this one, pastor got it wrong. Fine. This one too, he got it right. Then we move. I don't know. Then who can blast somebody? Well, no one is God. Yes, so it's only God that when he blasts you, it's 100%. But we are so. You come to church, I say, I say, oh, see what he said. I didn't like it at all. You have not been built. By far, what I said, you didn't like it at all. Leave it there. Like, you see, that's a simple thing. You could just leave it. Do you understand that? I don't know. He said, this is, this is what we are. Recently, I listened to something on YouTube. They said that there's this movie, is it Danam? He said, a gay Syria Dama. Okay. He said, gay Syria killer. Okay, so it's like something that happened and they use it for a movie. Is it a series or a movie? A series, okay. And that on Netflix, they've added LGBTQ, whatever, plus two. You see, they categorize the movies. Now, the LGBTQ plus community, they are offended. That, it, it means that it throws a bad light on their people that a gay person can be a serial killer, kind of. I said, I, it's the same reason. Look, for example, that's the world that we are in. Because people are not built within. That's why if, if you say you are a, a man, but you say that you're a woman, I must, conf- I must also say that you're a woman before you feel okay. Yes, Anna. So, Pastor Prince, you say you're a man sitting, you wake up one day and say you feel like a woman, you're a, a woman trapped in a man's body. And then you say your pronouns are she, her. that for you? Why must I be compelled to say that? Hallelujah. That's a problem. And it's because, because if I were the one that woke up one day and I feel like, ah, I'm a woman on the inside. What, all of you, what, what's your problem? I'm saying I'm a woman. So you can call me man. But I think I'm a woman. You understand? The word of God, what the word of God will do for you. 
what it will build you into. May the Lord help us so that we appreciate what we have in the word of God. So I will not think that, oh, do you know what is in you that needs rebuilding? Let me show you a scripture. Jeremiah chapter 18 verse 1. The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, Arise and go down to the porter's house and there I will cause thee to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels. So there was clay on the wheels that he was working with. Let's go. And the vessel that he made of clay was mad in the hand of the potter. So the, the vessel was broken. So he made it again another vessel, as it seemed good to the potter to make it. Hallelujah. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, O house of Israel, can I do with you as this potter? Can I do with you? Can I build you up? As I find that you are broken, as I find that you are mad, can I build you up like the way the potter is building this vessel? Remember, the vessel is to contain, isn't it? So, and that's what we are. We are built into a house for God. Can the Lord, will we allow him to build us? Will we even recognize that we are broken? Or we have failed to examine ourselves from within. And we examine ourselves on the outside and we think that we are okay. Will we allow the Lord to tell us that we are broken or it will offend us? Will we allow him to build us? So the word is able to build you up. Hallelujah. From ground up, the word is able to build you up. Tell anybody you can be better than this. The word is able to build you up. And it is able to do what? It's able to give you an inheritance. What is that inheritance? Oh, me pedain. No. The spiritual inheritance. See, some of us, the moment it turns spiritual, can't we have some material inheritance too? It's because you don't know. Hallelujah. You don't know. What will make somebody who had a lot of money not enter into depression when he loses it? You have a lot of money. You have one billion. With Nam one. And then men's gold died. What will make a person who has a lot of money not enter into crisis? What? What? Huh? The person understands that there's a man inside. It is that man that built the money. That man has not gone anywhere. So that money can be built back. The fact that it was built is not, is not a fluke. There's a man within that built it. Please you understand that? That is the treasure. The treasure is the word of God that is stored within. So the moth 
the things that destroy, they can't touch it. Do you understand that? They can't touch it. The man within can build it back. So which man do you, which one do you want? That's the question. Which one do you want? Which one do you want? And which one would you want to make investment into? The man without or the man within? Those that choose the man within, your treasure then becomes the gospel that is preached, the word of God. That is your treasure. Those that want the man with, without, your treasure is the laws of physics and motivational speech, the 24, 48, 12, 7 laws of money attraction, the 10 laws of favor, and what? Rich dad, poor dad. That's your treasure. So which one will be your treasure? Which one will be your treasure? Some of you, through this, you have chosen your role models. You are sitting in church, your role model is not a man who or a woman given to the word of God. Your role model is a rich business executive somewhere. I feel sorry for you. Not because you will not become rich. You may become rich, but then what? I told you me I don't respect such things. And I'm sure if you deal with me, you see that. I have no respect for you. You can become 100 times richer than me. When I deal with you and your 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 confidence is in your wealth, then you will leave my presence feeling very, very angry. Because no respect is coming. The other side that. No respect is coming. No respect. So you have not met some people before. So I, when, when you meet me, it's very intimidating. I say, what do you mean by that? Do you know why a person can be intimidating? It's because what they have, you place value on it. But if I place no value on what it is that you have, how do you become intimidating to me? Like the president of Ghana enters here. We'll, we'll let him sit in front, at least because he watches over our bodies. Yes, but he doesn't become Jesus Christ. Like the president of Ghana comes here. If he has a message about how we can become good citizens, I let him sit. But I don't give you my this because you are the president of Ghana. So that's why no politician can come and stand here and do those things. They won't come. I mean, if they hear our message, we are not those places that you come to to just pass. So we say, say, oh, Baumia was here to worship with us. Worship with us. Do you know what worship is? <laughs> You see, so some things quickly it leaves you. It leaves you. It leaves you quickly. It leaves you. Some of you are very good even in your rooms. But outside of your room, you are not good. Some of you can sing very well in your room. But if we give you the microphone, and you start and say, my voice is in the uh, speaker. <laughs> Everybody is listening. Eee! There's a crack in your armor. The word of God can sort you out. You understand that? I said everything that involves the mouth, the word of God can sort. Like you shake. You stand before people, you shake. I used to shake too. You don't believe it. 
See, now that's testimony to the word of God, isn't it? Now you don't believe. I used to shake. Like, I used to shake. Like, my hands would be shaking. Like, you see that your palm inside is sweaty and cold. Like, uh, that bed's palm. You see? It's like, when you speak, it doesn't speak. I've been there before. You have something here, but as it comes out, it's not what it's here. It's like the way you are singing. Everybody has a good voice in their head. You understand? But when it comes out of your it's like, hey! Can I take it back? You can't take it back. So you are very good. Some of you can really convey certain things with clarity. But the moment you stand before people, the clarity goes away. Please feel like that. Put up your hand. Wow. The word of God can sort you out. It sorted me out. I used to think my problem was English. But my English hasn't changed. You see me, I don't force myself to speak proper English if your eyes are stand there. Yeah, before I used to be worried, hey, what if my sentence construction is not fine? Now, I realized that I can have a spirit so strong that you can listen to me and not, that's not what will come. What will be shooting at you is not my sentence construction. Do you understand that? It's not. It's not how good I am in grammar. It's not. It's not. I give you what you think of me. You understand? You can be so strong in spirit. Impose yourself. The word of God can sort you out. You don't have to carry this thing forever. It's not like that's how you are born. No. It can end. There's something on the inside that shouldn't be there. The word of God can take it out and then put the proper spirit there. You stand there, you worship. But you have to be prepared to walk with the word to get to that point. You have to be prepared to take the stand and not know what to happen. Because that's where all your fears come. You have to be prepared to stand in the place where your fears will come. That's why we talk of temptation. Hallelujah. So if you are trying to prepare, then you come. You, you come and stand here, you realize that you didn't prepare. Because you need to stand here as part of the place. You have to stand in front of the enemies. Hallelujah. You have to stand. And when you stand there and you hold yourself to follow the word of God in the midst of the raging storms, you come out and you have been built. And you become that man that is not moved by the storms. It's not moved by the storms. It's not moved by the storms. It's not moved by the storms. Hallelujah. Abigail, it can change. Those days that were fewer, like if I find something, I'll catch you and we'll put you on the spot. But now those things don't happen. So you have to find your way. Hallelujah. You have to find your way. All these things can shift. So if these people can wind you up, there's something wrong with the man within. You can be built to the point that when they are wind, you can collect yourself back. You see, it's like they are staring you and yourself is rising to follow them. You take say, no, no, come back, come back, come back, come back, come back. I, I will not be wound up again. You can't do that. Those are in church, you can't even stay in church because you think nobody recognizes you. You see, have you seen that we are not that church where we will play on your external need for assurance and things for you to stay. If you come and you wonder, you conclude that we don't care about you. We will not be doing. Have you eaten? What did you eat? 
did you wake up when you slept? Sometimes I hear some of the leaders come to say, say, how many uh, weeks or months has this person been? Oh, so, he's been around for three months, uh, six months. And you still go to wait for the person to bring the person to church. When you don't know what we are sharing here, fine. We want to encourage you. We'll do that. But when you have here two, three, four, please, you don't, if you don't want to come, go. Not that we don't want you. Like, don't come. Go. If you come, you hear the word of God. But what will we get from you? If we were to get something from you, then if you don't want to hear the word of God, we still want you there because we want something from you. But we don't want anything from you. So if you don't want to hear the word of God, because that's all that we do here, then you don't come. Do you understand that? So that we look for those that want to hear the word of God, at least the kind of message that we preach. Some of you even bring somebody, I heard somebody go somebody say, say, hey, what do they preach here? What do they preach here? False message. Have you faced something like that before? If you have put your hand up and somebody has accused you of being there. Please, I'm not saying if you are that person. Like in your life being there, somebody has accused you. What false messages are you listening to? If you have faced put up your hand. False message. Who cares? Who cares what you think about the message you preach here? Do you know the kind of messages people are preaching? Even they, they they got that crowd. Eh? So you think that the fact that people will not want to listen to our message has anything to do with how correct the message is? But you know the interesting thing? Then you stay away from us. But that's, that's the best you can do. Because, hmm, you know what Moses did? When Moses put out his serpent, Pharaoh said, oh, eh, 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 COVID. last time, eh, 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 but they didn't know something. That Moses' own heart, it swallowed their own. So when they finished, it's not that the serpent was not there. Their rod too was gone. <laughs> their rod was gone. So then you have to stay away from us. You know why? Because what it is that the Lord has, it will swallow. Look, that's what, <laughs> it will swallow what you have to say. It would. It would. Because the word of God is not just a passive thing. It will go to war on your falsehood. It will tear it apart. It would. Not because we want to tear it apart too. It will tear it apart. If you don't know, then it means you don't know this word. It will tear it, will, it, will tear it up. You will stay away. That's why some of the people that succeed in fighting you, they run away from any one of us who really understands what we are preaching. They run away. When they say, we are coming, they run away. If you're like, oh, I have a pastor, maybe you can bring your misgivings to that person. They ran away. Do you know the people who started fighting us? There were many. It will swallow it up. That is one of the superpowers of the true gospel. And it is not in English. It's not in grammar. It fits. When the thing fits into the members of a man, 
and it is practical. It delivers the result. There is no contention that can stop it. Do you know what they said when Jesus healed the blind guy? They are trying to discredit Jesus. The man said, look, they don't know this man. Do you understand that? I don't know this man. What you are saying he is this and he is, I don't know. This is what I know. I was blind. Eh? But I can see now. So argue with that. Argue with that. I was blind. Oh, the message, the message, the message. Okay. I was blind. But now I can see. I understand life. I understand myself. I understand what is going on with me. I understand the path that leads on high. I understand the path of transformation. It is not a fluke. So fine. Say whatever you want. How can you argue with, I was blind, but now I can see? <laughs> That's why you say, your snake has been swallowed. It's gone. You can't argue with, I was blind, but I can see. Because you have to then prove that I wasn't blind. And you have to prove that I can't see. Like, yes, I, but for somebody that is pretending to be blind, the message will show you up. Jesus said, you think you, you are rich, but you don't know that you are poor. So we'll show you that this is what wealth is. So this your wealth. Is it wealth? Hallelujah. So I'm, I'm, I'm righteous by faith. Okay. Hallelujah. So we can check. And, uh, or if it cannot be checked, then we should all go home. So, I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich. Okay, where's your money? Oh, that's where it ends. Because then, if we can't see where the money is and where your properties are, where is your wealth? Hallelujah. So I'm righteous, I'm righteous, I'm righteous. But it is you that your heart is full of evil. So where is the proof of your righteousness? Where is the proof? Hallelujah. It will swallow them up. What did I come and do this morning? I came to give you confidence concerning the word of God that you have received. It's not some information. You understand that? It's not. It's not. It can really build you up. It can really build. Except you don't, if you don't want to be built up, walk away. That's fine. You understand that? Because it's not by force that you should be built up. Do you get it? Yeah. Especially if you don't see that there's anything to be built. So I keep saying built up, built up, built up. But you don't say, ah, there's nothing to be built to. Why would we fight with that? No. But anyone that sees that there's something to be built, the word of God can build you up. It can build you up. Hallelujah. Some of you, you don't even you like, because you are being rebuilt. You, know, you have to take it. You have to be quiet and take it in. After all, what is man? What are you? That you, when you are rebuilt, it gives you a crisis in confidence. It's because the man within has issues. Hallelujah. So we will see everything that is outside seem normal. Except that there is 
a spiritual component that is not present. Everything that is on the outside looks like, oh, isn't it what we must do? Isn't this what we should do? Isn't it this? Isn't it this? Isn't it leadership? Isn't it leadership? Isn't it leadership? Isn't it leadership? Oh, you must be joking. Isn't it leadership? Do you know what leadership is? Try leadership without a heart that is in love with the neighbor. When I say in love, not like I like these people or I like this people. No. It is to seek their good, even to your own detriment. Try leadership without that. You stop saying, isn't it leadership? Those of you who are leaders, what do you think? It's a, it's a suffering thing, isn't it? Yeah. Try leadership without that. Isn't it leadership? Isn't it teaching people? Isn't it trying to help people? And so, at times I see people standing for position. I look at them. There's trouble. There's trouble. There's trouble. But God can build you up. So, me, I don't need it. Okay, you need it. You are going to grow up more. You are going to take up responsibilities. You are going to marry. You are going to be someone's wife, someone's husband. Do you know what that is? Have you seen a marriage fail before? Do you know that majority of marriages fail? Huh? And those that don't fail have failed. Just that on the inside it has failed, but on the outside it's like we are coexisting. All of us have too much to lose. Yeah, so we stay and we die and that's all. But to truly marry, you'll be marrying. You think you can rise up and on the other way of them, my grandma will come back. Like those people when they say, Yeah, Kofaya this year and other. Their man who their man who their man, their man, their man. I mean, let them see it. But look, who we are, sir, their man, who they say, now soon now when they bet now. Would you say, Bevan and Little Bevan, your Tifio, but this and now soon I want any better. Nehene, Nessie. Bevan or Tinny wouldn't I want any better now? It's a Bevan, you're short. Four feet. There's a dad. But the powder they better now. Or to acquaint your one, the two raw roof. There's an Otifia or Tifio or a giant. But Berman and Kasadie, four feet. Like, Honamli, you're four feet. Dubeka say, maybe I have my preference, maybe I like a tall guy. What do you think? Or if you're a tall guy, you think that you, you are this thing. Be careful, because if the one that you are proposing to, we are the ones advising the person, you are in trouble. Yes, except that you are proposing to somebody who is equally as bankrupt as you. They say, oh, take tall, nice guy. Wow. Maybe your bad year. Like they say, your oh, bad year. I'm so far, but I wouldn't need that. And I'm going to die tough. Wow. And then her friends will be dancing with her and they'll become, yeah. Well, you are, you'll be in for the shock of your life. You see, there's a deception that when a person is well made up and looking pretty, there's a deception that it's a good person. What do you think? 
That's the immediate deception. So you can easily be drawn by, oh, somebody's face doesn't look like, like the person's a bad person. But when the enemy has said, oh, and you're a good person, then you get close. Then you discover that any enemy when they met him, Lipa, or Tilly, who said, I'm going to say, for our number, commanding that, is the person within. Then you realize that our, you know, hmm. Hallelujah. Like, for example, when you marry, one of the things that you'll be dealing with is the issue of trust. How will you survive if your inner man is not there? How can you do it? How can you trust? Have you seen that you are in a situation where they say you have to trust? And you know you have to trust, but you don't trust. And you say, I am trusting, but you don't trust. You are paranoid. What do you think? Yeah. But the man within can be built. You trust. It's not that you don't care. You trust. You are stable. See, a lot of trust issues is built on inferiority complex. Yeah. Some of you don't want your spouses to cheat on you because you think that they are cheating on you will make you a smaller person. It will make you less of a person. Yes, sir. But if you cheat on me, yes, sir. Nothing changes. At least with me, nothing changes. What changes is with you. You are the one in trouble. You understand that? That's why I'll be cool. So there's a possibility. Are you the one to manage that possibility? Yeah, no. So if you follow carefully and follow carefully, say, build yourself. yourself. What will stop you from following carefully and checking and finding what is not there? What is the man built within, my brother? Is a man built within. So you will marry. It will be a day. You have children. How will you raise your children? So that they will not be your property. How will you do it? If you can explain to me. Oh, I'll buy them what they will. That's the outside. That's the outside. But you find that something inside your children is missing. So what will you do? You work. You go to your workplace, you see the people there. How do you survive? <laughs> How do you survive? There are people that step up, are in competition with you, but you are not in competition with anybody. But then you are, you are talking, talking, and having clicks. It's like, you can be walking there happily, and there's nothing wrong. Hallelujah. When I was in SS, an accident happened. That thing made me appreciate what it means to be strong from within. An accident happened. And the accident that happened previously, somebody had done the same thing to someone and intentionally, and the person was dismissed from school. And me, I was a prefect, so I was a hard guy. So as the accident happened, the people said that me too, my own was an accident, me too, they should dismiss me. And it was people go to teachers go to class instead of they like they bring it up with the teacher. And the teacher is trying to explain, and then they are debunking, proving that like debaters, so debaters debating that I should be sent out of the school. One day, one of them got up and said, Look, eh, and even he's walking about in the school as though nothing is happening. Isn't that the point? Because you, you see, you thought that, oh, let it happen. 
It's me. And me, that's what I was doing. I was moving about. I was sure within me what had gone on. And I knew that nothing was changing that. So I, I was moving about up and down. And nothing really happened. I remember the senior house master called. They said, these police will they forget them. Forget them. No, actually, a teacher, one of the teachers that they were fighting with, called and said, this is the way they are doing it. I should go and report the matter to the senior house master. So I followed this advice. I went and told the senior I said, oh, forget them. That was the end of the matter. So you see the problem? They, it's like, all that they are doing, son, they are should become mobile, mobile in the school. Yeah, so that's when I realized, hey, this is it. This is a lesson for life. What do you think? Yeah, so I'm not changing it. I passed here. You, all of you don't like me. I passed you. If it's morning, I'll probably say good morning. The other side. I'm passed through. I learned that it was a blessing. It was a blessing. I remember another trouble too. One master saw me standing in front of my classroom. S4. Those who went to Bichu. S4. S4 is up. Three S4. It's not there again. Oh, okay. So you, 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 you will see. And I was thinking, ah, but me and you, this is what I was thinking about. Me and you, who teach a new. And I was standing there quietly looking at his face. Like this, like no movement. Nothing. I was just looking at him. Like this. I didn't frown. I was just looking at him. And I was thinking, ah, why any penny? You see, why any penny? <laughs> right? You, 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 you can't even control yourself. And you know what? I didn't see anything. Like, I didn't see anything. I'm trying to let you see something. The word of God can build you up. Hallelujah. The word of God can build you up. You wake up in the morning, you don't want to go to work because you thrive at places where they like you. You are in trouble now, isn't it? So when you step into a place, you have to do politics for everybody to like you, then you thrive there. No. No. So you can't go to work now. But when you are going, you are not happy. Your workplace won't quite your corner because you they don't like you. Some of you, you are you're a Christian, they don't like you because you're a Christian. But your Christianity, there's a crack in your armor. That crack is that even though you are trying to serve God, you still care what people think. Take mortar and seal that crack. You sit in the midst of the wolves and be happy. So you are in place where they listen, they are making derogatory comments about the fact that you are trying to be spiritual. And it so affects you. But how is that? Are they not the ones that are to be pitied? How is that you cannot bring yourself to pity them? It's because there is a crack in your own armor. The word of God must build that part up and must stay there. I remember one day I took a certain decision based on the word of God. And my father told me, hey, 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 So he was So when he said, I said, oh, me yenamo. Composure, composure, number Do you know what he said? He said, uh, it's true. Uh, composure, pa. That was the conversation. It, it wasn't like when he said, I, I stopped, went to think, and I came. No, when he said, I said, oh, no. Composure, number one. I wasn't offended it's because of his blindness. How must I be offended for someone's blindness? So I, I made an expression, and quickly he realized that no, it's rather composure. And he noticed that he didn't have that. 
But you say, a nam, a nam. What's to be your nam, Zanana, your nam? May the Lord help us. Tell them, but like the word of God. It will build you up. See, don't mind those, tell them, don't mind those that observe you from the outside. And think that the word of God hasn't done anything for you. Because the word of God is building you up on the inside. And it is the man on the inside that reacts to the things that are on the outside. The word of God is precious to us. That's why if you want something, it's the word that will give you that. The precious, the treasure that is the word. It will save you everything. It will help you in your finance. You know the self-control. I mean, <laughs> I was telling my that I felt that even this girlfriend, the slave queen, and economic reasons. Some of you, who confer girl, who name say, I said, who control crime, puppy. Who name say, I said, who raise the puppy, no. Who confer girl. So you have a family, Jansan. So you think that you are going for a girl because you what? You want to satisfy your sexual urges. The girl will be taking your money too. Jansan. So simple self-control can save you money. What do you think? Simple one woman. This is my wife. This is it. We, we are okay. Yes, and, and to control so all vaginas are the same. Oh, you don't believe? <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> Hallelujah. So it will save you, it will save you money. I'm telling you, it will save you money. Simple, don't be stared into taking a step because some of you say, hey, Makoto, hey, yo, hey, your friend is saying, watch you. And I said, Makoto phone, iPhone, what, 14? He said, I checked the price of iPhone for I said, look, <laughs> stay away from me. <laughs> So, Makoto iPhone, so maybe you bring one, say, oh, wow, powerful, we move on. Makoto iPhone 14, you oh. check your phone, maybe 11, oh. you are going to lose money, isn't it? Simple self-control to see that this phone call, you should make calls. We could talk at 2 o'clock after one week, you know. Yes, simple self-control, you are wasting money. Say, so, financial management is not rocket science. It's not. So if you think that the kind of food you eat shows that you have come, that's like you are on top. Until there, me do way for way you, me do way for jollof. Let me do way for fried rice. Let me do way for burger. Let me do way for fufu. What's that? The roadside the fufu that they said if it's neat, madam for a young queen, a young fufu, but fufu makuna otoro a young fufu. I remember my dear so I told my dear I went to buy gobe two weeks ago. Uh, at Conti, you see. Normally, when I'm with Mamadi, she makes me sit in the car. There's a pastor. Then she steps out and goes to take the shame of buying gobe. So she buys, and then we sit in the car. And then 
Driving is powerful when they feed you. <laughs> Hallelujah. That day, I had to drop her somewhere. And then now I had to fend for myself. So I went to park, stepped outside, and then bought the gobe, sat in the car. So I said, hey, what did you eat? I said, oh, I bought gobe. They said then with rice. You see, that you have to buy rice together with the gobe for it to be this thing. No, in the way I die, I said, oh, Miss C, I'm talking. Like, who could you now? I said, yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. So what should happen? Someone will see you. Someone will see you. Recently, I was running in town. When I was trying to say, hey, it, it okay. oh, hey, pastor. And I kept on running. It was because we were moving in a car. We were in traffic. So we, and we needed to buy shoes for Salian. So I got down that I'm going to buy the shoe. Then Mamadi was in the car driving and driving. So I had to now, the traffic moves. I had to catch her because she couldn't also come out. She was running in a doom holding a poly bag. What do you think? Is the man within? Hallelujah. <laughs> Is the man within? Or you, you can't run. Someone will see you. Someone will see you, eh? Until they will turn your mouth free eBay. <laughs> who are that will go be free Kempinski? Motor ride and the Brown. 40 cities. And yet, God be out on the same. God put on the same. So you waste money because you fear what people think of you. You waste, you waste money because, or you want a certain, how can you gain status from what you eat? You will put that thing. Well, how do you gain status from what you eat? How? I went to eat uh, uh, breakfast at Golden Tulip. And it cost me 500 cities. But I said, this way chocolate drink. <laughs> Cowbell coffee. <laughs> Bread, five cities. Who called dollar? Dollar, only dollar. Two, 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 sausage, two. We have a chiama. We have 10 cities. Who could be a bed? You have a bed? For what? You lose money, isn't it? You lose money. You lose money. Buy simple shada and wear. You want designer. Even designer that doesn't look nice. Status. How does a man's status come from what he wears? Oh, it's appearance. No. It's your first impression, I tell you. We will make impressions from inside. We can enter a place we are not. Amen. 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 I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Dress nice. Okay, you don't need to wear what? You are sitting here, isn't it? You know this is the shoe I wear all the time. Yeah? We are... Hallelujah. Maybe you have 10 shoes, but you come and listen to me. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> or you will come. You will come. You will come. When there is crisis, you are, I'm the one you call. Me that I have one shoe or two. I'm the one you call. You use your 50 shoes to solve your crisis. Hallelujah. I'm telling you. Like, what's that? There are many of you that are richer than me. Okay, some of you. Hallelujah. Or that you don't believe. Believe. 
Please, you understand that? I don't need to. Some people, you, you need to show that you have something on the outside so that people believe that you are anointed. No. Uh, anointing, undiluted, pure, no external packaging. Finished. That's the only word that will help you. And it's the word of God that will give you that. What course are you doing in the university? Sociology. What course? I'm doing pharmacy. PharmD. You are fine. You are big. Very PharmD. No. No. It's a man within. It's a man within. Hallelujah. Or oh, you don't think so? It's a man. Some of you, your courses that you think you are doing, I'm a, in future, you, you, you feel, ah, I should have rather done this because that gives no hope. So that I'll know that there's no hope in this country early. If I had known early, I would have started planning for my life. <laughs> you, you are doing a course that you think there's hope inside. You are, there's no hope. The Lord will help us. The word of God, uh, look, we are not hyping anything. Go. If you don't like it, go. That's of you, maybe you come to church. If a church must be nicer than this. What is our church? What we do here is word. The word of undiluted. If it is not precious to you, when you go, you don't come back. Well, nobody will come and stand here and dance. And then I saw you do. And then you're better. And then you're better. You're Wow. And then you're choreography and then the jokes and then the drama yeah so the fact that somebody else must preach so that the word will change huh isn't it the word we are preaching don't try preach it <laughs> and when you do this, you don't gather many people, but you gather the true ones. Hallelujah. Yeah, we don't want anybody that doesn't like God sitting in church. Then go just show that you don't like God anything. But if you like God, you stay. And it's the word that will give you. Hallelujah. Is what you think? Yeah, it's the word that will give you. So I'll, I'll continue to preach here. Hallelujah. God will say, Oh, let this one preach, I'll let him preach. Then I'll continue, I'll resume. Hallelujah. And I'll preach. It doesn't change the message. Hallelujah. What do you think? If you want to, if you are here and you also want to preach, there are many, when we close, you can just, oh, I, I want to share the word of God with you. Preach to your family members. What do you think? Preach to your friends. Or they, they are not, there's no glory there. There's no pulpit. Stand on a bucket or a kitchen stool. <laughs> Do a voice recording, 20 minute voice recording message, send to your friend. Or that, and there's no glory there. It's only here that when you preach, it's a message. The Lord must build us up. We just need the word so badly. We need the word so, so, so badly. What like, are we without the word? What are we? We are fragile. We are so fragile. Like tossed to and fro, tossed to. We are on now, so we can look at we are something, and we'll get people who are equally blind to heal us. But when blind people say you are, you see, be careful. When blind people say you see, be careful. How, how did they confirm it? How did they confirm it? There's a series called C. Have you seen that series? Those who see, 
when they see another person who sees, they say, oh, I see you too, you see. Yes, sir. One day, the blind people caught somebody and said the person can see. Who are the person who couldn't see? When blind people say you see, be careful. Hallelujah. When your friends who don't like God hear that you are something. When your professors who have no spiritual substance say you, you have a good future. Up to when? When you are 75. But future is longer than that. You go beyond this life. So if you want to say, I have a bright future, please talk well. Because there's a long time after I die. What about that future? So I have a bright future. Okay, to what point? Explain it. For about 40 years, I have a bright future. When I'm dead and gone, that future will be very dark. So when a blind man says you have a, a bright future, then you feel like, wow, even this person, even this person says I have a bright future. Even this person says I have a bright future. The word is everything. Respect the word. Tell your neighbor, respect the word of God. Respect. Respect. Now you search for that word. It will save your life. So, but my circumstances are the same, but you have changed. So you don't view your circumstances the same way again. Perception is everything. Sometimes you, are in the, you think it's trouble, but it's not. It's a stepping stone. You are blind. That's why you think it's trouble. You think you are boxed in. But that is the time when you will become a world champion. How do you become a world champion? When you fight the strongest man, isn't it? So the strong man has surrounded you. Isn't that the time to become a world champion? But because you, you are blind, you think that this is the time you die. Where is my God? You have been praying that God will set you up so that you can, what you have in you will show. So in the difficult times, you are saying, where is your God? God has abandoned me. You are blind. But when the word builds you up, you will see that this is opportunity. When people disrespect you, it's an opportunity. Because then you love those who hate you. You learn that. That's an opportunity. They say, why is it that God, why is that me there? I've only met friends who betrayed me. Now you can learn to love people even when they betray you. You can learn to deal with the offense of betrayal. That's a school for you. That's a blessing. But when you are blind, you think well, there's no God. God well, has left you. The word is everything. Hallelujah. It will improve your business. Your character stinks. That's why your business is bad. What do you think? The word of God can sort you out. I said, financial is not anything. They say, oh, it's something, it's something, it's not anything. You know those who make financial success something. It's those who finish becoming successful and then want to make money out of it. You understand? Yeah. It's like, how can you tell me that this thick book, eh, this thick book you have written, that seems to have made prospering financially so difficult. That's what made you financially sound. I said many of the time it's one step. The problem is the man within. And for many human beings, we don't deal with the man within. Accidentally, at times we are forced through certain experience to deal with it. So it's like it's some strange part, but it's not. It's not. 
It's not. It's not. Hallelujah. I look back and I realize that many of the financial moves that I made that did not succeed was because I did not exercise self-control. Self-control is not in the book. I can even write it in the book that exercise self-control. But it doesn't mean you have self-control. Self-control is exercised by curbing the things that are rising. You must have the right to, to curb it. The word of God is the right. It will curb what will put you in a situation where now you have no self-control. It will curb it. It will curb it. Writing it in a book is not a new thing. Hallelujah. May the Lord help us. In Jesus' name. God bless you. As you give yourself to the word of God. May you profit from that word. May the word of God build you up. May the word of God build you up. And may it be between you and God. You're building up. May it be between you and God. So that you don't need men to confirm that you are being built up. It is only those who have eyes who will see. May you be built up. And may you prefer being built up to your surroundings being put in a perfect situation. May you prefer being built up from within. May the Lord open your eyes so that you will understand this. May he open your eyes. May he open your eyes in the name of Jesus so that you will understand this. What the word of God will do for you is everything. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you.